Okay, Yolanda, did you make it on? <laughs> yes, I don't know. I said, Lord, that was business. Oh, my goodness. It, it just cut completely off as soon as we started. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we made it back on, y'all. This is take two for us, but your first time hearing the Glory podcast for this session. Um, I wanted to just take a moment and say thank you to Elder Yolanda for being a part of the call with me on today, our session five in the midst of us talking about um, being prepared for the marketplace and being a business owner in the midst of the pandemic. And so thank you, thank you, thank you, sis, for being on with us on today. Um, I wanted to just kind of share that this pandemic has inspired so many people to launch businesses, to expand their brand, to start online um, ministries and online programs. And I mean, it's just been a great time of inspiration and time of creativity for those that are in the body of Christ. And so we're grateful to have you on to hear your story. I wanted to share with you about my inspiration for doing this. Um, I had recently started a consulting firm called Arise Consulting. And through my engagement of working with aspiring entrepreneurs and then people who wanted to relaunch their brands, I found that there were a lot of real life teachable moments that people were sharing with me, right? People were talking about some of the things they had experienced, overcome, you know, and just some of their journey. And it really just let me know how sometimes in the body of Christ, we don't get a chance to hear from real people with real challenges that have been able to be resilient and bounce back from their stuff, right? We just see the glitz and the glam. We see them making the money as business owners. We see them on the glamorous side. We don't always see or hear the story that got them to where they are or where, how they started. And so that was um, something that just really inspired me. So I said, Lord, well, you know, what can I do to create a space for some entrepreneurs to kind of share their journey? And I was given the idea by the Holy Spirit to do this series. And so I don't know where this series will take us, but the more I talk to visionaries, the more excited I get, and the more I want to talk to more. So, <laughs> so I don't know if this is going to be kind of the focus for the podcast for just this season specifically, but I'm going to let it go how I feel led for it to go. Um, and so thank you for being a part of this series with me. You are actually the fifth um, entrepreneur visionary that I've been able to interview. So five is the number of grace. And so, <laughs> so I'm excited about that and just excited to be able to hear from you a little bit. So um, first, how was your day? How are you today? Um, first well, question I'll ask you. <laughs> well, first I would like to say thank you so much for um, having me on the Glory Podcast. I thank, I thank God for you. You are doing awesome, awesome work. Oh my God. And as you said, you don't know what person's story is behind the scenes. But for me, observing on the outside, you have a resilience. You're just doing it in uh, in spite of whatever you may be going through on the inside or behind closed doors. It's also, it's also an encouraging me because the tenacious um, that I see you, the tenacity I see in you is giving me motivation to keep on striving even when I want to give up. And so I thank you for that. Thank you for being a role model and thank you for being a mentor to so many women and men 
even though I know you have your specific groups, but you are very inspirational and inspiring to everyone who comes in contact with you and is connected to you. So I do appreciate you. I thank you so much for being on this platform. I had a great day. It was busy. Um, thank you for asking. It was busy. Of course, I am a clinician um, working as a substance abuse clinician at a methadone maintenance clinic. And so it was very busy and I was so <laughs> sleepy. Um, then I had um, another appointment. So by the time I got in the house, I was getting myself ready because I was like, okay, I got to get myself. And then when you text me, I said, oh, it's already that time. I said, Lord, have mercy. I said, let me get myself together. And then I had to, I was having issues. You know, when you do these recordings or you get on and somebody invites you, if you ain't technical suave, you kind of have some issues. So I was trying to figure out how I can get on. When I get on my computer, I, can, I don't know where I'm going. So that's why I said, I'm, I'm getting on, but I don't know. <laughs> but I had to actually log off of the other app to get on. So I'm grateful to be on. Um, and then we just got just like totally went blank just a few minutes ago. So I said, oh, so the enemy is trying to now trying to sabotage the airways because he don't <laughs> want this to get out because he must know that there's something going to be powerful said. So I don't know, <laughs> but I'm grateful. Hey, man, thank you so much. Listen, I had to hold back my tears just from the words of affirmation sits because you know how sometimes you ju you just doing what God told you to do, what was in your heart. No, like, specific plan other than whatever the Lord told you to do and how he told you to do it. You know, sometimes very little support and just being obedient. And so I just thank God that he would even have me to be seen as resilient because it's only his strength that is operating through me because I have many days that I'm asking myself, what am I doing and why am I doing this? <laughs> so when yeah. I hear that somebody something out of it, I just thank God for that. Another thing is the fact that you said the word resilient, um, arise, I spell it with two A's. It means always achieving resilience in spite of everything. And so wow. what I'm learning is that I'm living that and God is allowing me to be resilient, but I can only be resilient through prayer. I can only be resilient through surrendering and starting over every day. I can only be surrendering by, if I have a meltdown the day before, I got to wipe my tears and get myself together, you know, mm -hmm. the next day or whatever that looks like. And I will tell you that the pandemic is, has been a difficult time for a lot of people, including myself, mm -hmm. you know, learning the power, I was just talking to one of my interns today about the power of vulnerability and transparency and how like we can be able to show up even when we're not a hundred percent and how being honest about where we are in the right spaces, of course, there's a power that comes from that because that brokenness and that that space of pain that people, you know, are used to kind of harping on where they look like they all over the place or they look a mess or what she got going on or what he got going on or mm -hmm. whatever. Everybody's going through something. And so when you show up and you're vulnerable or you show up and you're transparent, then it kind of gives other people permission to do the same thing. Right. Absolutely. So, um, you know, you shared about you being a clinician. Um, I also work 
you know, in the mental health field and work with young people and now also parents who have life happening every day. And so Mm -hmm. I'm learning that as somebody going through life and dealing with people and children that are going through life, that there's a different kind of way that I have to handle them, but there's also a different kind of way that I got to handle myself. You know, it's just so powerful. So I just bless God for even being able to be seen as resilient and also thanking God for you. Um, You're always encouraging, always so inspiring, but I thank God that, you know, you're showing up during this time because there are a lot of people that you, as well as your husband, are blessing and are going to even bless the more as y'all continue to go forward in this process. So we didn't hit the ground running. <laughs> this, this, this conversation is just two sister friends talking on the couch right now. Yes, <laughs> yes. Stuff. So if you can kind of introduce yourself to the audience, tell them, you know, your full name and where you're from and a little bit about what you have going on in this season with your businesses. Well, my name is Yolanda Monique Pinkney Coleman. I know that I have a group of friends who address me as Monique because that was a part of my life that I did not like Yolanda because of the trauma that was attached to it. And then my, I call it my government name, which is Yolanda. And my aunt named me that. My mom named me Monique. Um, So I went about saying my name is Monique. And so I go by Yolanda or Monique, <laughs> whatever I prefer. But now that I am, um, as I said, my government name, my business, everything, you know, when you were in school, they used to call me and I used to sit there and then the teacher would come up to me and say, is, is you Yolanda? I say, yes, I guess, <laughs> you know, like, yeah, I'm Yolanda. Because <laughs> I, I was so used to everybody calling me Monique, so... It still sounds weird when I hear that name, Yolanda. I'll be like, it's, I mean, I don't like that. But I am embracing it because I have been delivered from the, 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 I have been delivered from the attachment to the trauma. And so now I can embrace my whole name, which is, is which is means violent. And so it, it brings out, um, and it's beautiful. Violet is beauty, and I love it. So, I'm originally from New York City, Queens, South Jamaica, <laughs> and <laughs> I reside down here in Virginia now with my family. Um, I've been here for 19 years, but I was born and raised in New York City and Queens, South Jamaica, all my life. I don't know nothing else. And then I moved down here, me and my family, we didn't know anybody. And then now we have an extended family, extended, I have extended sisters and brothers. It's so awesome. And so I don't know in this next season, we are going to relocate and I'm having a hard time detaching. I don't want to leave because I have so much, so many uh, wonderful people I'm connected to now. It was easy to leave New York because I wanted to leave my past behind. But now that I'm in a new place, I'm like, oh, I don't want to leave. But my purpose was to raise my kids. And all three of my children are adults. Um, I have a 31-year-old daughter. I have a 27-year-old son. And I have another son who is 21. Um, I have two grandchildren, a 12-year-old granddaughter and an 8-year-old grandson. And I've been married for... 22 years and so um that's a little bit about myself okay well that's, that's a little so bit about awesome. my 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 you know we talk about 
people talk about my they, when you say introduce yourself, they give you all the you know, I'm an author, I'm a this, I'm a this, I'm a this, and you know, and then you never nobody never hear who the real person is. So I wanted I wanted to start with who the real me was first. <laughs> yes, absolutely. I appreciate that. And now about your businesses, the multiple hats you're wearing in the marketplace. What does that look oh, like? Oh my goodness. I wanna say I have I have what you call them, um, projects, but baby, they all babies. They all babies. Um, I have a now I could talk about what I am. <laughs> I am an author. Um, that's one, you know, that's a business. That's my my son. Well, I have let me start how I got into all of these businesses. My 27-year-old son had came to me one day and he was talking about his dreams and his pursue of what he wants to do after he graduated from college my youngest son is into music and production and he was talking about what he wanted to do after high school and so as I sat there and listened to both of my sons talking about their aspirations my oldest son was like you know um because you got to get multiple streams of income and I kept saying what do what you mean by that you know because I'm always believing like um, you know, working and hard work, you know, stuff like that. Because that's what I instill in him. And he was saying about now you got to have more than one gig because you never know what may happen if you know you lose that job and then you want to have you don't you know you want to have something. Um, when he starts showing me his uh, bank account, I was kind of like, wow, twenty something old got this much money in the bank. But he was saying what he was doing, how he was like, oh. I got this job for this and I got spending money for that. And I'm, and this is paid for all my bills, you know? So he's kind of like showing me some different, I got accounting and da, 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 da. And I was like, wait, hold up. I ain't got none of that. I'm, I'm the mother. I'm like, I can't manage money. What in the world? <laughs> so it was just, you know, it was just crazy as I was sitting there, I was thinking like, shoot, I only got $5 in my bank account. Hey, what are you talking about? And then I got sick. I got sick in 2018. I had suffered really bad vertigo, which became, um, it took my whole balance out and I became debilitated. It was like, I couldn't walk. I couldn't move. I couldn't cook. I couldn't clean. I could, I had people come to my house, cook dinner for me and my husband. Uh, My husband was taking care of me, but he was working. My son, my kids would come over, help me walk because I couldn't walk. I was, I had to hold on to everything. I couldn't, I mean, it was terrible because everything would just seem like I was continuously like in a roller coaster. Like everything was just constantly spinning, spinning, spinning. And when they found out, it was considered a vestibular disorder, which um, a virus attacked the central something in my nerves in my inner ear, which um, attributed from chicken pox. Um, they called it shingles. And normally shingles come with like a form of a rash over your body. But people don't realize that when you have chicken pox and that lays dormant, and then when they reactivate, how they reactivate, it can reactivate anyway. It could reactivate in a form of a rash that causes a lot of excruciating pain because it's really like a nerve, or it can it can attack anything in your body that's t- attached to your brainstem. So that was closest mm-hmm. attached to my brainstem, and so it took my whole balance off. So right now, I only operate on ninety eight percent of my balance on um, my right side of my ear is 90 I have 98 percent 
nerve damage in it. So I'm constantly like feeling like I'm leaning over to the left, um, like I'm going to fall over. So I had to go to rehabilitation. So by that, I stopped working and I didn't have any income. And I remember my son saying about multiple streams of income and how he was telling, you know, how he was telling me. So I started um, a couple of things I had already in place. And that was, um, I was a notary. I'm a notary public. So I became mobile. So I would tell people that they could come to me um, at any time of the day or I can meet them halfway uh, with the sisters of my husband because I wasn't driving. I had to go through a stimulation of physical therapy to start driving and walking and, and it was just a lot. But I was able to get myself um, with some normalcy and God and, and let me tell you and then God miraculously did it quicker than what they expected. They, they expected a whole year. Like right now I should be just getting myself together, but God did it in six months. So I was, um, I was walking. Um, I was driving. I was, you know, I had my moments. I can't turn my head fast. I can't do things too swift, but God has done the work where they was, they was amazed at how fast I recovered so I started able to do my notary business. I was able to do a few things. I mean, it wasn't a lot, you know, it wasn't booming, but it was, it did give me gas money to get here, there. And, um, I was, I felt like I had anxiety, um, because, and it was trauma too, attached to it because when something like that happened to you, you, um, you always wonder if it's going to come back again. And if you somewhere, like if I'm driving, would that happen? So I didn't want to go to a job job until I knew I was confident in it. And even though we don't walk by fear, we walk by faith, but we also have to use wisdom. So I was like, Lord, I don't really want to go. I don't know, but I will take that step, you know? So I just kept pondering about the businesses. So I started out with doing that. And then um, someone introduced me to the beginning of now I'm doing that last year. I was doing some other things last year. Um, I was doing some art and end jobs, doing mental health. And also I was trying to build up my nonprofit because I have a, I have a nonprofit um, mentoring services for at-risk youth. Um, it's actually a, it's less intense services. It's not through Medicaid or any grants, but it is through donations and different things like that. So I'm trying to work that. So I was like, okay, I have this work to provide services for individuals, not getting a profit from it because that wasn't my goal, but I wanted to have it set up where we can service youth who are dealing with substance abuse and trauma and different things like that. So I'm trying to, now I want to get, I want to make money to get this up and running. So it was like, okay, now I'm trying to get this up and running. I have a little bit here. Here comes the pandemic. Now we're talking about we're in 2020. So I went from 2018, sick, not working, 2019, barely getting my feet in the water. And now I'm fully like, yes, 2020 comes. We are getting ready. Nobody knew this is a pandemic. Everybody's like 2020 vision, 2020 vision. I'm at 20, I'm, people invite me to 2020 vision parties. I'm like, I don't think I want to go to 2020 vision parties. Because I kept thinking, I kept telling my husband, I think something's going to happen. I think something's going to happen. Now I'm not a prophet. 
I don't walk in the office of a prophet. Put it like that. I'm not. I don't walk in the office of a prophet. But I had this feeling like something's gonna happen. So I didn't want to make any plans. I mean, I wanted. I was gonna have a big birthday party because I was like, yes, I'm gonna be fifty. Oh my God, I accomplished. I, I was gonna be fifty. Um, and I had twenty five years of sobriety. So I wanted mm-hmm. to um, celebrate that. But then I was thinking like, I don't know, something's gonna happen. And I was like, my husband's like, oh no, come on. So I was, I got revved up. I got excited. I said, okay, by February, I was like, okay, I'm gonna put a down payment down and we're gonna celebrate. And then here we are in the pandemic. So I'm like, oh my gosh, March, we in the pandemic. And I said, uh-oh, I had a few dollars saved. And I was like, oh my goodness, what are we gonna do? But I wasn't worried, like in a fact of worry. I just actually... I had someone introduce me to paparazzi. And I was like, Mm -hmm. now I'm going to take my little few dollars and put it into paparazzi? I said, oh, no, because I'm not a salesperson. I'm not, you know, I'm not. I said, that's, you know, you know, everybody, everybody had their own niche or something. I was like, that's not my niche. I don't think I'm, I'm, I'm not a salesperson. I'm not doing that. But the way she was saying it, like, it was sell itself. The jury sell itself. So I said, oh, okay, what's the... Uh, I guess, you know, might as well do something, you know, we're in a pandemic. So I wind up getting into paparazzi and as an independent consultant and I I have a boutique called Be Unique Boutique. It's named after my grandchildren, my granddaughter um, and my grandson. Um, her name is Unique and my grandson's name is Brandon Jr. So it starts with the B. So I kind of Put it into that aspect and I like I'm a unique person so it just fitted fine with what type of personality I had so I started doing that and it was kind of like oh wow people are buying jewelry because I realized people started to work from home and they wanted to accessorize themselves and plus they wanted to feel good and it was helping me pay some of the bills and my husband was a essential worker so I was getting nervous but now I'm not working so he's out there working and I'm like oh my goodness so we're trying to keep a roof over our head with everything that's crashing the economy crashing but the mm-hmm. Lord has showed me another side of myself that I didn't even know that existed because of trauma and things that I went through that you don't know what um you don't know what hidden talents you may have um because sometimes people assume that they have it all like oh yeah I mean and they don't realize that when you when you are dealing with substance abuse domestic violence and you're you know you try to bring out when you're working in the field you try to bring these gifts out of people you try to you know tell them search yourself i know you got something you know you try to you know to try to give them the tools to be able to bring out some stuff that they probably know they have but because of the life that they live they don't have the ability to or they just don't have the desire anymore so i never realized mm-hmm. that i had this in me I, I i didn't even know that it was there Till I took a test, my mentor gave me a test to take, and it was the right brain. No, I was working. Oh, then I started going to school, did a class for life coach. So now I'm certified as a life coach to be able to provide those services as well. So that was another stream of income. So my son was telling me to write all that stuff down. So I was like, okay, I got, I got this, I got this, I got this. And so 
um, here I am now um, taking a test with the right brain, left brain. And I was like, okay, yeah, I guess I'm a right brainer because I, I, I flunked um, nursing because that's more critical thinking. So that's probably why I'm a counselor. I got compassion. I like it. I love people. Yada, yada, yada. I've been doing it all my life. So um, I guess that's where I belong. But there was one creativity that I didn't know I had, and that was designing. Now, when I was a kid, the Lord brought back to my memory. when I was a kid, I used to have every Barbie doll there was. Every Barbie doll, every <laughs> Barbie, everything that was Barbie. I used to make Barbie. Barbie, all my Barbies were fashionable. They had designer clothes. They had they they hair, they pocketbooks. They, I would make, and then I had, it was so many different little gadgets. I used to have, I had a sewing machine. Like, it was like, God was just like rewind the tape all the way back to a happy place of my childhood put like that and I saw I could see the vision of myself sitting in my little room and there was this this um I don't know it was like a pencil but it was you put the doll or you put the it was like a plate and you put the the put them in there and then you would take the crayon and you would kind of um, roll over it and you unroll it and when you take it out you see you design something you made a dress and the, and I can't remember the name of that I was trying to look it up but it was a craft thing and I used to put mm-hmm. up all over my room because those was what I used to want to put on my Barbie doll and they always mm-hmm. bought it for me for Christmas so I was sitting there thinking like what do that got to do with anything Lord what is I mean I don't I, what, what I should do I should be selling clothes you know I'm trying to figure out like what is what is this pertaining to so I invested um I took the money from paparazzi which I put into um a heat press I said well maybe I need to okay maybe I'm gonna do that that's probably what it is so okay I'm gonna see put into a heat press, put in some stuff for shirts. And I said, okay, is this what you're trying to show me? Because this is the only thing I can think of that is close to what it was. It was what it was. And I started doing that. And when I first started, it was kind of frustrating because I didn't know what I was doing. I didn't know I was doing the machine. I didn't know I was doing the cutout. I didn't know nothing. So I was getting ready to give up. I would stay up countless of nights watching YouTube videos and sitting there on that thing till I messed up so many shirts so I messed up a lot of material and I said I said I'm giving this up I'm selling all of this matter of fact I've done past the warranty stage where you can't take nothing back so I was like okay God this is not right I ain't got this talent this can't be true <laughs> this is not right I don't know what I'm doing matter of fact I'm done I'm this is going back matter of fact I'm gonna sell it I'm gonna put on um Facebook and say anybody want to buy it and the Lord, oh, I went to sleep one night and the Lord showed me, it was like he was just showing me what I what I need to be doing. And I got mm-hmm. up with enthused, like, you know what? Okay. I went in there. I said, okay. I, I, it was like I was talking to the machine. You will not defeat me today. Okay. I'm going to make a shirt. <laughs> That's what I said. <laughs> and I put the stuff in there and I, I, I did the, I put it in there, cut the material weeded it out put the put the machine on the right temperature pressed the shirt did it turned it around i was like i did it oh, my husband said what happened what happened what happened i said i did it look look i made my first shirt and then it was like god just said trust me and from that point on i was like whoosh 
I, I was creating stuff. I was doing one hand. I was like creating them with one hand, clicking, 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 and pressing with the other hand. I was like, okay. My husband said, wait a minute now. It was just a couple of weeks ago. You wasn't able to do nothing. Look at what you doing. I was making stuff, ordering. I started making Black Lives Matters. I was uh, doing a whole bunch of stuff. It was like, yes. I was just like, okay. So now I'm added to my jury. And then I start putting the shirts to the jury and taking pictures. And so here I am like, this is my boutique. Jury and shirts because I'm designing it. And then the law showed me, you had it all in you all the time. This is what you like to do. You are creative. You are a designer. You like this stuff. Remember when you was a child. You did that. You don't realize those things. But as soon as something comes and violates you, you don't want nothing good. You don't want to remember nothing of your childhood. You don't want to remember nothing that you was doing. So it kind of like was all the way in the back back of my file cabinet because of my brain because I didn't realize that I liked that because now I see why I like to dress differently. I like to wear different things. I, I, I like to take stuff and if I can recreate it or redo it or something or accessorize it with something I realized that that came from being a child so that became my second business well on top of that it wasn't my second business I have about I, I have it written down I have about eight of them but then I met coach coach Williams one day he was online and I kind of got a little free consult, consultation with him and mm-hmm. I said, okay, um, I, I think I just inboxed him and he in- responded back. And this is before I even knew that he was connected to you. And I said, oh, wow, I, I was the one that reached out to you when we got on the O. And I said, so I have paparazzi. This is what all I've done in the pandemic. I started out with paparazzi. I wrote my second book and published mm-hmm. that in September. September so now I have two books I started um be unique boutiques and then I started doing ride share (laughs) that was the another thing that I had and then I became a life coach so when I sat there and then on top of the the mentoring the notary and I am a wedding efficient so that's eight so I have eight streams of income great awesome right but I need to figure out how to merge some or look mm-hmm. at the most, look at a couple of them that will bring sufficient income. So coach had gave me some ideas and he said, this is, you don't got to work hard. You got to work smart. And he just was like, which one will make you, which one will you see a profit at? Now, I knocked out the, the, the mentoring because the mentoring was a nonprofit and it's not where I'm able to, it's not where I'm able to, um, I'm sorry, I'm ruffling some paper. It's not where I'm able to do the, um, where that's going to make money for me. So I had to take, put that to a side. And then the other ones was just far in between. So really the boutique and the paparazzi is what really brings them in, in being an author is what's really bringing in the finances that was sustaining me for during this pandemic until the Lord blessed me 
to go back into the workforce um this this month but um i mean now we're in december in october and so those three has been really helping me and I could not believe that I'm able to start a business and people was actually buying stuff and people was supporting. I mean, I had orders. I had, it was like, oh, I mean, Father's Day, I had about 30 orders of shirts. You know, it was just a maze of how it just expanded and how my boutique, and I started off saying it was just going to be um, paparazzi, but now I'm incorporating, you know, the the shirts and then I then I have some other stuff that I'm gonna incorporate um this beginning next year I'm incorporating some new things into the boutique where I'll have plus size clothing because a lot of women I am a full size plus size woman and I like nice stuff but sometimes they don't cater to us you know and so I want to incorporate some women um clothing um, that will f- will be fashionable for church or just every day. And so I'm working with different vendors right now, looking to see who can give me the best for the buck in order to incorporate that. I also started a on, I also have, which I didn't say, a online beauty supply store where people don't have to go to the beauty supply store. They can go on my website and order their stuff because you know right now is a pandemic and i know a lot of times people don't want to go into these places so you can just order click from the comfort of your home on the and it, and it has the um the name brand products as if it was in a beauty supply store it even have bundles of hair so people want to get a weave they don't have to and a wig so that is one of my, um, that's also part of my boutique. Um, so yes, so that's all a part of my, um, my businesses. So I'm, I thank God, you know, for the, the, the ability to give me those ideas because entrepreneurship was never on my mind. But then again, the lifestyle, and this is what I have been teaching, um, and that's where my life coach skills come in at, is what I have been teaching individuals. And I work with individuals, um, substance abusers who transitions out of the prison, and they, um, it's hard for them to get a job. They hard, it's hard for them to get a job because mm-hmm. people who have felonies or people who have been incarcerated they come out and they considered um, or have barrier crimes. They're unable to get jobs, you know, and they're unable to get certain um, certain jobs. And so sometimes they get discouraged and then they go back to what they know and they go back into the street um, because they need to feed their family or they need to eat or they need to, you know, be able to maintain for themselves now that they have to live this new, this new lifestyle. And so what I have mm-hmm. been teaching them is the same entrepreneurship that you use when you out there hustling drugs. Okay. Let's talk about that. You know how to manage da, 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 da. This is what you can do. And you'd be right. surprised at how they excel. And I'll be sitting there like, look at them taking off like that. Uh, but it's okay. You know, because you want, you know, as, as that's what you want to do to see people strive. And so I have been helping, um, 
people um, get businesses in Georgia and um, New York, and they have been really, you know, um, appreciative and seeing that I don't have to be stuck and I can use what um, a bad situation, I could turn it around and you don't have to do your own back. You don't got to do a background check for yourself. I mean, you know, because you're a business owner. You know, you don't got to worry about that. You know how to manage money. You know what it is. You know how, you know about good product. <laughs> you know, you know what works and what sells. You know manager. You know marketing. You know sales. So you have that. You just need to do it. And then I also encourage them to do like an online, because again, you can't, um, go to school if you have a felony you can't get grants and none of that stuff so there's classes you can take that you can pay for that can give you those certifications as well if you want to kind of enhance yourself to just kind of or just do a business class or do something that you can pay into where you can learn a little bit about the business administration so that's another business aspect that I had um that I utilize and I call it consultant. I didn't even know what they told me was a consultant. And I said, well, yep. <laughs> I don't want a consultant business, but I'm going to add that into my life, my life coaching, you know, and add that into um, my mentorship or whatever I do with that, I, you know, because I, I like to help people, even though I know there's a, you can, they say get, get paid for it. Anything you do is money. Anything you can pay for, but I want to generally hurt, help people because what is the reward for me is to see someone else who was who was in a situation that I was in, um, when there was no one helping. Because that was one thing you said when you have little support and you don't have nobody helping you, um, it's hard to run any kind of business. It's, it's, this is not easy for me and my husband. My husband is more hands on. He's like. Um, he'd rather be in the workforce than doing all of this. I'm like, no, I don't want to give up. I'm gonna keep going. I'm gonna go. Rome wasn't built in a night. You gotta keep going. You gotta be consistent. The same way you get up and clock in at a job, you gotta clock in. Um, too. Um, you gotta get the training. You gotta you gotta do the things. You gotta get on. You know, hook up, connect. You gotta learn what you want. Um, in this business and being an entrepreneur and it's I mean the the glamour of it on the outside looks great you know because people look at it, like you said wow look at that they got a business oh my god but you don't know about the tears you cry you don't know about I want to throw in a towel you don't know what I want to close this business down and I don't want it anymore it's giving me a headache you want to know how can I I don't want to employ my family because they are lazy or I don't want to employ a friend because they might slight me. You don't, it, it's not easy trying to do anything. You want to pray for the right connections. You want to see God for everything. You want to say, Lord, is this what you want me to do? Now, God, I know you want us to be, you know, use, we, we should be able to have businesses in the kingdom of God to be able to help other people um, in our communities. We should have businesses. They had before, back in 1921, um, Black Wall Street, um, Prosperous, before they burnt it down because of, you know, social injustice and racism. But we can have that. Why can't we have that in our ministries to help people when they come in from coming off of the streets or drugs or prostitution and be able to, you know, we want to feed them the word of God, but we want to also to give them something so they can be able to go back and say, okay, 
I know God is able to do this for me like he did for my pastor or my sister. And if he could do it for them, he could do it for me. But we need to teach them or give them those skills. And I don't want to always tax money to it. I want it to be that I'm sowing into somebody and then God will reward me. And I don't know how he'll do it because he has been blessing me <laughs> tremendously in a pandemic. And I'm so grateful. I'm so grateful to him. And I give him all the glory for it because I wouldn't be here. And it's plenty of nights that I'll be sitting here like, Lord, I just can't do this no more. I'm not making another shirt, Lord. Mm-mm, no, no. I mean, I was challenged beyond recognition doing a logo for somebody, but I did it. And it was on a hoodie. I was like, yes, okay, I got this thing. So I am pushed and God, and he's like, God said, you can do it. You could do it. I know you could do it. Just trust me. Trust me. And I'm like, I can't do it. I can't do it. But then after a while, if I sit there and be like, okay, God, you take the wheel. And that's so you know, my wheels are turning my brain. And I'd be surprised that I look at it. I'd be like, I'd be sitting there smiling, sitting back like, wow, you did that. You did that, Monique. <laughs> you did that, Yolanda. <laughs> you did that thing. So I just want to encourage someone to know that's listening that will listen to this podcast will will listen to this broadcast that no matter what if you have a small baby project just nurture it don't give up on it but don't move too fast when you get overwhelmed and burnt out research um do the work get up get dressed being a business being a entrepreneur is not to just lay in there or getting or, or be in your pajamas i get up i get dressed like i'm going i was i'll get up, i had got up every day and got dressed put on my paparazzi jewelry or put on my t-shirts and even if it was a sit in my my office i had to get up and do what i had to do as i'm working a nine to five or eight to four now a five in the morning job but I get up. You got to get up. You have to. And then I had to come up with a, um, a, a plan, um, a daily management plan is what they told me. You have to have a DMO, a daily management operation, whatever it is, you need to know what you're going to do. Um, and you write it down and you, you know, okay, should I email? Okay. How many times I'm going to post on Facebook? You, you got to know how, how many times I'm going to send out this, what I'm, what I'm going to do. Okay. What's the different revenue, which way I'm going to go. And yes, you have to, you know, invest, you know, your money, not your personal money, but the money you make in your business to put back in your business to get more money to come in, into your business. That's a that's an exchange. You can't just figure like, okay, as soon as I make the first thousand dollars, I'm gonna go buy me a Gucci bag. No, you need to take that money and and reinvest into your business. What else you need for your business? So it is a lot, but we can do it. And if and we have um people like you in place so you can help individuals to do that part now i said i ain't a consultant i can't go that far but i will help with the tools that i have at that groundwork and then i will refer like hey i got a girlfriend she 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 got the other step of the tools for you she got the other equipment that gonna take you here i got a a a brother who who he he called it the sauce he can he can help you in that area so that's how we supposed to um interact to help our sisters and our brothers no matter what color they are, help them be able to make um 
to be economically established because we don't know what's what's going to happen in 2021. Obviously, COVID is going to be with us for a little while and we have to learn. Um, we don't know what's going to happen um, if we're going to be in another shutdown. And if we are, what is going to happen to these families? What's going to happen to people who have been working and now they're not again and what they're going to be able to do. How are we going to... So we have to try now to show them that this is what you could do. Take what you already... What you love to do. What you do already. And how you could turn that into a business. How you could turn that into a money maker for you. That is the key to anyone's success. If they... You know, if you know how to do hair. um, And you just doing it in your house. Turn that into a business. You might have to go... To cosmetology online and, and get some you know but let's let's help them bring out those gifts and skills to be able to i'm not a cook or a bake so i'm not gonna get on it and be like i made a bake i got uh, 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 i could cook i have a, a husband who can eat <laughs> but i'm not gonna that, that's not my lane so i know where i'm i'm at you know in my in my entrepreneur but i sure would know where to refer somebody if they want to start that business i know somebody want to start a book i know somebody want to you know um how the how i can refer we have we have multiple people we know um and that's the connections that we have the one point i'm gonna make and i'm gonna finish is that when I first started out doing anything, I didn't care what it was, how I started my nonprofit to, I, I actually had a, a home daycare. I had a home daycare. And I didn't have nobody helping me. Nobody wanted to help me with anything. I wanted to have my own Medicaid business. But I was working for, um, I was working for a company. And my clinician who I was under, she sold into me. She, I mean, actually, I borrowed money from her because I needed it. For, I needed it because I was kind of struggling. And so mm -hmm. when I was getting ready to pay her back, she said, no, I want to sell that into you. And it was a substantial amount of money. And I was like, you sure? And she's like, yeah. I said, I'll pay you back even if it increment. She's like, no. She's like, because I know there's something in you that you there's something more in you and I, and I want to sew that in you. And even though I, I opened up the, uh, the daycare with the money, I was like, okay, I was able to buy stuff. I had my home daycare, had a little couple of kids and got them off to pre-K. And then I shut down. Cause I was like, no, I can't be in this house all day long. Nope. Nope. That's not it. I can't do babies, but it was a start. And I still <laughs> want to pay her back. But when I was about to pay her back, she said, mm -mm. so I took that and, and sold it to my, my nonprofit and was able to get my nonprofit with it because I wanted to do, um, I was going to do Medicaid. But when I tell you, people don't want to help you for the simple fact that it's competition. It, it, we are competition. Okay. There are, there, you know, you go to, you, just like Walmart, you go to Walmart, you go to Target, you go someplace and be like, what my competitors got? I could give you, I could give you a better deal. But, but that's that, that's that industry. In the kingdom of God, I don't think we should have competition or in this place of where we are, I don't think it should be competition. I think that we may have different business ideas or we may have the same, but it may not be the same product. It, I, I have learned that paparazzi has many consultants and I see that we all don't have the same jury. Every, every now and then I have somebody inboxing me saying, sis, you got this? I'd be like, mm, let me see. 
I don't got it. Do you got this? Oh, let me see. And then we able to get it to satisfy our customers. It ain't no, you know, no big eyes, no little T's in there. Where, oh, I'm not going to ask her if she got it because she got the unique boutique. And I'm not going to ask um, bling bling. Do she got anything? No, we, we working together because we are a team, even though we may not be on the same team. But when people come and ask for help, it's so hard. They're like, uh, okay, I'll get back to you. And it was just like doors were shut and shut and shut. And to one day I was like, God, please, if you if you help me, I'm going to be able to help someone else without strings attached. And that is what I did. And that's how I, that's what I'm about now. Because it is so hard to help, to ask for somebody to help you because they think you want to take their ideas or, now I did have somebody take my idea before I did, but, but God showed me, you don't, you don't give out all your information no more. You used to don't, mm -mm. when it comes, yeah, yeah, he'll, he'll show you that cover. He'll pull the wolves off the, the eyes of that. And I didn't know at that time that this, that's what the lady did. And she went and got some grant money. And I'm thinking, you know, she done, she was going to um, do it to help all of us who was connected to her know she did it for herself. And then going to sit there and say, oh, they sent me a check. And I, they, t- the city took the money to pay the water bill. What? Did, how are they going to take a grant money to pay the water bill? So she kind of got over on me. But guess what? I don't speak to her anymore and I don't deal with her anymore. And I, you know, you learn like, okay, there's a saying, fool me once, shame on you. No, fool me once, shame on me. Fool me twice, shame on you. There's not a third time. You will not get over on me anymore. So I had to learn those, those, those little hiccups. But when you have some sincere people that you're really trying to help or you, or you, come into contact with some people that you can help or vice versa that will say, yeah, I'll help you. Then you know that that's, that's a God connection. So we have to be careful who we, we connect with, but we also need to be able to help people because somebody, somebody was there for me, wasn't there for me, but now I have people that is helping me. And on my last note in my ministry, my pastor, for one, we know when you start out a ministry, a lot of pastors, they, they say, God bless you and keep it moving. They don't want to help you. They, they, they either wait and see you fall because they figure like, okay, you don't went out there and and you want to go start a ministry. But I thank God for my, my covering. I thank God for my pastor because when we started working on the ministry that we're about to launch, um, he didn't he didn't say any of that. He didn't show us any of that. And even when we came to the point where he said, I'm going to announce it. I want to be the one to announce like a proud father. He did that. And then we <laughs> then we it. came behind and said, now that our pastor made the announcement, it is official that my husband and I, and that is what we wanted. Um, but I, I love the, the fact that he, when he met with us, he said, I want to, I want to go to the scripture. And he showed us in, when um, Peter was walking on the water and he said, now, you know, Jesus put, we was, we was just sitting there wondering what we mean and talk about that. Like, what, what are you talking about? But when he, when he concluded with the, the teacher, he said, just like Peter reached out and Jesus grabbed his hand. He said, that's what, if y'all reach out, if you say, I don't want to do this no more. If you say, this is it. We tried it. It's over. He said, whatever the case may be, just reach your hand out. He said, I'm not Jesus, but I will pull y'all. 
I will support mm-hmm. y'all. I am with y'all. Wow. You don't have to worry about it. You are not in this alone. You got me and my wife. We are going to support you and see you through this whole process. You are our children. You are our son and our daughter. And we are proud of y'all. And we want to support you financially. Whatever it is, whatever you need, we're there. And he said, and I mean that in, in, in every possible way, because we, we love you. He said, and love is not just something people say is what you do. And he has shown us tremendously how much he loved us with everything he has done, whether it was, um, financially, um, behind closed doors, publicly, whatever. And he supports me in everything. I mean, with my t-shirts, with on my books, with everything. And not just say he buy he buys bulks of it, but he also gets on broadcast and he talks about my business. And he, you know, he talks about, oh, we got an author. Um, we so proud of her. Get a book. She da da da. Um, oh, she makes t-shirts. Look, I got on one now. You know, that is something to know when you have a leader and he wears your product and he reads your stuff and he he raves about it and and it ain't just no, you know, it, and it's wonderful. And the people he giving me orders from people who sees that and like, oh wow, yeah, I wanna, you know, I wanna support. How can I support? So I just thank God for him. I know if he hears that, I always say, I thank God for the leaders that I have and the people that I have because it makes me and my husband who we are today. So I done talked about mm-hmm. my whole entrepreneurship in a pandemic <laughs> and, the, and the, and, and how did I start? So I just hope that it blesses somebody, you know, who hears this um, and know that um, don't give up. I mean, it's tough right now, but if you know how to cook, use that. You can make that as a stream of income. You know how to sew. Hey, that's a stream of income. Whatever you know how to do, if you're not a bake, that's a stream of income. It will help you um, prepare you and set the groundwork for you to be able to be a full entrepreneur. All it takes is a little, what it says, write the vision and make it plain. Just write it down and 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 work on the steps, you know, and you be surprised where, you, where it may take you. So thank you again for allowing me to share. And like I said, I hope it bless someone who's listening and encourage somebody, you know, that they can strive to greatness. Absolutely. Yolanda, you just blessed me. Totally, totally blessed me. So many real talk, nuggets, situations, circumstances. And I know that our listener audience definitely has gleaned from what you have shared. And just the encouragement as far as not giving up. Because I will tell you, yo, it's one thing to work full time. But when you add a business to that, or you're working and you have a business, or you have more than one business, and you are what um, I talked to a couple of people about, you have that multi-dimensional impact or that multi-dimensional mm-hmm. assignment. Yeah. Bless you. It really just adds that piece of, hey, I got a lot going on and you really got to pray through those things. But also you have to identify what your gifts are. And that's something that you talked about a lot. You know, there were things that you already enjoyed doing or had the ability to do and gifts that were already in you. And now those gifts were being activated so that you could be able to use that to create a stream of income. What does the Bible say? your gift will make room for you and present you before great men. And that's what's happening. You're mm-hmm. living that out. 
as a result of you going forward in your vision. And so for those that are out there, we just want to encourage you to start your business. Don't give up on the business that you already started if you have already jumped out there. But those that need to relaunch, rebrand, re-strategize, reach out to Arise Consulting. Um, I also have a mentor and a coach who are in multidimensional marketplace impact and they are doing some great things. Um, and they have encouraged me to be able to make some decisions for myself. But there are so many people out here that are a resource for you. You just need to reach out. If you're in a um, network marketing opportunity like paparazzi and myself, I'm in Mary Kay. If you're in those type of businesses, you know, reach out to your director, reach up, you know, and talk to your director, talk to your recruiter, you know, get some insight from them so that you can brainstorm and strategize about some ideas versus just giving up, throwing in the towel with your business. You know, you also got to know um, what is, what are you passionate about? Don't just start a business because other people are doing it. Make sure you're doing the right Absolutely. business for you. Cause I've done, <laughs> I've done the paparazzi and that wasn't mm-hmm. for me. That's what I, I said. Just, I told I you tried I did, um, daycare. <laughs> <laughs> Cause that was booming back then. Oh, get a home based daycare. You can make, mm. nope. I shut that down after <laughs> September came. Yes, I had to shut that paparazzi business down. I was just like, no, this is not the lane that I'm in. But now I'm in Mary Kay and I absolutely mm-hmm. love it. Like it's mm-hmm. me all day. I love the products. I was already using them. You know, I'm all about positivity and the yeah, pink bubble, yeah. that's what we call it. You know, and so this is right up my alley. And I like to be around sharp women who yes, are doing big things. Absolutely. So it was just the, the best space for me. And um that I had to be okay with that as well because it was like when you have something that's your, you know, you'll have your tough days as a visionary, as somebody who has a business, but when it becomes consuming to you and yeah. dreadful, then that's when you need to do a, you need to really Reassess. look at that again and mm-hmm. figure out a better way. Yeah. Reassess it, right? And come back to the drawing board and figure out, is, is that really what God is calling you to do? Is that really what you're supposed to do? And also, is that the timing yes. for that thing, right? Absolutely. You know, are you in the set time? Should you be preparing and planning and strategizing and researching? Or should you be implementing? You need to know what lane you should be in and what mm-hmm. season you should be in with it. Because there have been times where the Lord says, okay, you need to work on this specific business for this yep. specific season. The other streams, I need you to put that to the side because I want you to strengthen yes. this area. And then he'll say, okay, pull the book out. I need you to write a little bit. Now put that away and Absolutely. work on this, right? Yep. So being multidimensional also means you need to know, have a, some structure and a schedule, but you also need to know what you should be working on and focusing on. Because people say, oh my God, you got so much going on. But when you are spirit led yes. and you are spirit driven, then the Lord will give you wisdom and how to manage it so that you don't burn out and so that you can continue to maintain your passion and excitement mm-hmm. about what it is that you're doing because that's where the anointing for the success yes. of it is, you know? And it's not just about the success in the dollar sign sense, but it's also about who you become in the process of you being this um, entrepreneur or author yes, or visionary, absolutely. right? You become a better person as a result of you walking with God through your journey, you know? And so thank you. Thank you. Thank you, sis, for sharing all that you've shared today. I want to ask you if you could pray for our listening audience, for those who are in a space where they're trying to find their way in business, they're trying to figure out their lane and figure out where they're supposed to be. If you could lift up a petition for them on their behalf, you know, just for encouragement for them, 
but also for them to be able to feel comfortable to launch whatever they have on their hearts that they're supposed to start. Oh, okay. So yes, definitely. So again, I just want to thank you for having me on. I thank you for allowing me to share. Mm -hmm. It's awesome. I hope that this broadcast will bless, as I stated before, bless individuals who are looking to start a business or like you said, if they have it already or if they in partnership with someone um, and that's the other thing, if you're in partnership with someone and you feeling left out, maybe that ain't the right partnership. You gotta, you know, um, see, seek the Lord to, to give you the, the right business partner. Cause we can attach ourselves to someone because they, they feel like they have the, they, they got the drive and they got the, you know, they may say you got the money, but I got the ambition. And then they hoodwink you out of your money and you feel like, oh my goodness, we are business partners. So we want to, we want to also encourage you on seeking the Lord for the right business partner. So father, in the name of Jesus, Lord, we thank you for this opportunity that we have. We thank you, Lord God, for the blessing that you bestowed upon us. We thank you, Lord God, for everything that you've given us during this time, Lord, during a time of a global pandemic. Father, we thank you for keeping us under your blood, keeping us watching over us. We thank you for being the provider that you are because you are Jehovah Jireh. You are our provider. We thank you, Father, for the wisdom that you give us, Lord God, to be able to seek out things that we need. Father, I thank you for the paraclete, the, the adversary, the advocate, Lord, who makes petitions for us, Lord God, who walks with us and be with us and give us guidance, Father. I thank you for him, Lord, the Holy Spirit. I thank you for it, Lord God, because without it, Lord God, we cannot do the right things or make the right decisions. So, Father, for those who are listening on tonight, Lord God, those who are listening on today, whenever they hear this broadcast, Father, whenever they hear this prayer, Lord God, let them know that this prayer is for them, Lord. Let them know that this we are touching and agreeing that they will seek your guidance. We are touching and agreeing that they will seek you for wisdom. We are touching and agreeing that they will seek you for the things that they are doing, whether it is a small business, whether it is a sole proprietor business, whether it is a incorporation, whether it's an LLC, hallelujah, whether it's a nonprofit, Lord, whatever the business structure is, Father, Lord God, we ask you right now to bless them, Lord God. We ask you to give them the tools, give them the right connection, give them the right people, even the right startup money, Lord. Bless them with the right startup money, yes, Father. Yes, give them the persons or the people, the, the board members, whatever they need, Father, to construct this business, Father. Whatever they need to be able to have the right business mindset, Father. Whatever they need to have a goal in place or a plan in place, Father. Touch them right now in the name of Jesus. Lord God, bless my sister, Lord God, Pastor Verinda. Bless Arise Consultant. Bless, Lord God, and multiple multiple let this be global father for all those who are seeking on the outside of virginia lord god that may hear this broadcast that may not even reside in our area lord if they reside on another time zone father i ask you to bless them in the name of jesus to be able to reach out for consultants or reach out for someone to help them be able to incorporate the things that they need to get them started. Lord, even if it's a 
they they have a it's in a in a the baby stage of the the trimester stage if there's it's, it's birthed in their womb but it has not taken place yet father that they will take that father idea and write the vision and write it down lord god and that you would bless them lord so i just thank you right now for everything that's said and done i thank you father for what you're gonna do i declare a decree it shall be so 2021 is gonna be a prosperous year in spite of everything father you never seen the righteous forsaken or they see begging bread i know that you will come through for us again as you always do your children so lord i give you praise i give you glory and i bless your holy name for what you're about to do and the lives of the men and women of god and the lives of the people who are seeking businesses or seeking careers or seeking the things that they need to do to provide multiple streams of income. In the name of Jesus, I pray and I thank you. And it is so in Jesus name. Amen. 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 Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, sis. This was so thank awesome. You. So I'm great. excited. I'm so <laughs> grateful. Again, thank you so, so very much. Thank God for you being in my life. I bless I bless God for you. And I praise that God will bless you multiple and give you the strength that you need to keep on going because you are resilient. Amen. I received that, honey. I received <laughs> all of that. Thank you. <laughs> and I speak the exact same thing over you. And I just wanted to say congratulations for all of your accomplishments and all the great things you've been able to achieve in this season. It has just been amazing to watch God yes. move in your life and how he's allowing you to not just survive, yes, but yes. thrive, Thank right? God. And move into a position where you're able to impact the lives of his people. And so I appreciate you to our Arise audience. Thank you. Thank, thank you, you. Thank you for being on and for listening to this session. We are looking forward to hearing testimonies and praise reports from each of you. Um, we would love to be able to hear something that touched your heart during this series. You can email us at Arise, A-A-R-I-S-E, consulting at gmail.com. Um, and we would love to hear your testimonies. You can also check us out on the web at www.ariseandshine.com. And lastly, if we wanted to connect to Be Unique Boutique, find you online, on social media, um, Yolanda, how can the audience go about connecting to find your um, business for your t-shirt, your paparazzi business, your business or um, your beauty supply store and all the great things you're doing. How can they follow? Well, I have a website. It is YolandaMPColeman.com. It has my um, books. It has how you can order shirts. And I believe it also has um, my online boots, uh, online beauty supply store. But if not, you can also... find me on facebook i'm under be unique boutique on facebook and you can go to my personal page um yolanda pinkney coleman yolanda mp coleman i don't know what it is lord yolanda m pinkney coleman 
I got my husband like, listen, you need okay. to shorten all that up. But my website will be mostly um if you can, um, if you want to order for Christmas. I'm taking orders up until December the 16th because I want people to get their orders in time because we don't know again what may happen. So if you want to order, you can go to be unique be be unique designs 98 at gmail.com and that's be unique designs 98 at gmail.com and you can put your order in that way again you can find me on facebook and i'm also on instagram be unique boutique on instagram so you're able to get on those um media platforms to find me Okay, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Y'all heard all of what you need to do to connect, to follow up. We look forward to hearing more great things from Be Unique Boutique and from Yolanda Monique. <laughs> yes. Coleman. <laughs> love I love you, you so much. I thank, thank you for you. sharing your time with me on, on, on tonight. And um, this will be airing soon. So Look out for the information so you can share it with your listening audience. And I hope you have a great rest yes, of your you evening. Yes, you do the same and stay safe. 